the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shot heard round the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. is Always Right Radio with Bob Frantz on AM 1420, The Answer. Hour number three underway. It's nine minutes past 11 o'clock. It's been a great, very emotional show, I think, so far today. Callers, really great guests, uh, and just a lot of information. I started with Steve Dace this morning. When I read that uh, Steve Dace post, um, I, I, there's a wake-up call there for a lot of us. There really is. So many people just seem to have this belief and this feeling that justice will triumph, that right will win, and that Donald Trump being indicted on all of these bogus, uh, uh, you know, uh, accounts in four different locations, you know, he'll get past it. I mean, he's Donald Trump. He always comes out on top. They impeached him twice. He stayed in office. They ran that ridiculous uh, 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 Mueller investigation for two and a half years, found nothing. I mean, he'll win. Uh, Steve Dace gave a real, real strong wake-up call there. He may not. And that's not because he's guilty, but because the circumstances that they have surrounded this with make it very, very difficult for him to get out of. They may be successful in railroading that guy into prison. And it would be railroading. And how are we going to react to that? What are we going to do as a country? Will we remain a country? It's a lot of important stuff. If you missed it, podcast will be up about an hour after the show. WHKradio.com is where you will find that. WHKradio.com, about an hour after the show. If you missed the opening monologue and the opening, really the first hour, hour and a half of conversation on this, I think you're going to want to check that out. Uh, Let's move forward, though, and bring it current. It's Wednesday. It's 11-11 now, and you know what that means? That means it's time to talk to our good friend Jack Windsor and his crowd of fans. Jack and crew. Good to have you aboard, all of you. All right, keep it down a little bit. Can we let's let's let let's let let us hear your guy here, Jack Windsor, the founder and the editor in chief of the Ohio Press Network, online at theohiopressnetwork.com. Jack, good morning. How are you, buddy? Bob, I'm super fantastic. Thanks for choosing me today. It's, it's great to be here with you and the listeners. 
It's good to have you. we got a lot of work to do. There's a lot of things to talk yeah. about in the state of Ohio, Jack. And we're going to start with issue number one, its defeat, and what it means for the issue that is going to be on the uh, ballot in November, on November 7th, the, the amendment to the Ohio Constitution to allow radical abortion, uh, unrestricted abortion on demand, and potentially transing of children without parental consent. Jack, you did on your uh, radio program you do down in Columbus an interview with a constitutional law expert discussing this, and I know you, uh, you've got a lot you want to share with our audience about what you learned there. Is the sweeping yeah. language of that amendment that's, that we're all going to vote on in November, is it vague enough and broad enough for those things to be reality? Unrestricted abortion on demand and parental rights stripped away from kids who want to transition. Yeah, so it's first the first question you asked about the issue on failing, that makes it, it simply makes it easier now for the Constitution to be amended. And it makes it easier for people who create half-true messaging and do a good job of funding it, financing it, pushing it. And, uh, you know, in case people aren't paying attention, the, the press is on board lock, stock, and barrel. So we're now looking down the barrel of a November... Uh, ballot initiative. So November 7th, Ohioans will get to vote. And uh, it's really being passed off by proponents as an abortion rights amendment. And, you know, by the way, when they were getting petition signatures, there were a lot of tactics used. But one of them was, hey, this is just going to protect your right to to choose. And and that's really how it's going to be teed up. This is this is simply about respecting women about respecting their reproductive health. Well, as you mentioned, I had a conversation with a constitutional lawyer, and uh, we read on air the language of the proposed amendment. And as the attorney said, uh, just the, the plain reading of it, it uses words like individual. It uses words like may. It uses words like health instead of just a threat to life. Uh, it is very sweeping. And his conclusion, Bob, was that the amendment absolutely would rip parents' rights from them, that minors could abort children, that minors could start gender transitions, even surgeries, without parental involvement. And he called it uh, what it would do to abortion. He said it would create limitless abortion uh, because of the, the word health. Uh, if, if mom is socially unable to take care of the baby emotionally, cognitively, whatever the reason is, right, um, a, a healthy child could be aborted. Now, opponents of that rail against it, um, but it is what it is. And uh, it, it was pretty shocking when I talked to the attorney. I got several texts during the interview that said, this is this is scary stuff, and it is. Yeah, it really is. I'm looking at a um, text of the amendment right now, Jack, and uh, just to kind of you know, bolster and, and, and buttress what, what your constitutional lawyer told you, the right to reproductive freedom with protections for health and safety. Um, every individual has the right to make and carry out one's own reproductive decisions, including but not limited to decisions on uh, contraception, fertility, continuing one's own pregnancy, miscarriage care, and abortion. And the fact that those were so vague that it does say individual, not adult, consenting adult but individual means kids too and the specific language of one's own reproductive decisions means 
one can only make that decision about themselves, not about another, including their own child. That means mothers, mm-hmm. fathers cannot help make that decision that if a child at 14 um, becomes sexually active, which sadly is a reality in a lot of places, and becomes yeah. pregnant, uh, can just choose to go and have the abortion and mom or dad never have to know, much less consent to it. So the language is vague, and then, of course, as you're, you're, you and your your guest had pointed out here too if reproductive decisions are left as vague as that that means um you know fertility and sterility and yes sex change and taking uh cross-sex hormones do indeed make one infertile do indeed sterilize the individual as they move their way toward their transition so they're giving again individuals not adults consenting 18 and over but individuals including kids the rights to do all of things jack all of those things jack that's as radical as there is any kind of abortion rule or law in the country isn't it it is, and the maddening part, Bob, and again, I'm, now, I'm, now I'm going into the opinion part here, <laughs> is that I've read this language multiple times, and you know I get picked on a lot because people go, well, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. No, I don't. I studied constitutional law in, in my undergraduate studies. doesn't mean I'm an expert, but I understand a couple of key things. Um, sweeping broad language is the devil. And specificity is your friend. I mean, you learn that in contract law. You learn that in constitutional law. And so when you read over this, it says every individual, you already already quoted that, and I want to come back to that in a minute. But it also says, including but not limited to, and you covered that, which which means, right, at some point down the road, they're expecting it to include more things. Now, when I think about, let's say, a a 14-year-old boy who says, you know what? I want to uh, take drugs because I don't want puberty to begin or to continue. That's a reproductive health decision. That's right. Because if you're stopping his ability to reproduce, uh, that that's covered. And now here's the other argument. Many people have said individual, as it is referred to, in every case in Ohio, that includes adults. We're going to do more research on that because I know for a fact that once your child is 12 years old and you take that child to, say, a healthcare provider, the healthcare provider will seek to get permission from the child to share medical records and discussions with the parent. So at 12 years old, we already have this precedent baked into our culture where healthcare professionals are putting the kid in the driver's seat. So I don't think it's a stretch at all. One of the things that the attorney said, I think it's really important to say here too. He said, when you read the United States constitution, it doesn't say anything about abortion rights. It doesn't say anything about transgender rights, but for 50 years, we lived under Roe v. Wade. How is that? Because the Supreme court of the United States interpreted things written in the constitution that weren't even there. So when we're writing about abortion, and we're creating doorways to make it limitless. When we're writing about reproductive health and we're using words like individual instead of adult or minor, we are opening that door. So it is not a bridge too far. The plain reading of this language, it's very clear. This is not about reproductive health. This is about limitless abortion, and it's about giving kids the opportunity to begin transitioning without parental consent. It is, it is all of those things. And, uh, and Jack, the other thing that it does, if we look into section B, and we'll stop here after this part so we can get into the other issues of the day. Yep. 
The state shall not direct or indirectly burden, penalize, prohibit, interfere with, or discriminate against either a or one an individual's voluntary exercise of this right or a person or entity that assists an individual exercising this right. Jack, Mm -hmm. when I see person or entity that assists with any of those things, that means Planned Parenthood butchers, Mm -hmm. often whom um, injure and severely... Uh, harm the mother that is there for an abortive procedure, Planned Parenthood can't be held accountable. If they try to uh, abort a child uh, in a 14-year-old or a 15-year-old and something goes wrong, they can't be held accountable or liable with it uh, for, for doing so. If, if any doctor, and I'll use that term very, very loosely because of what used to be the Hippocratic Oath that said, first do no harm, does harm to a child's reproductive capabilities by uh, giving them cross-sex hormones, which is going to be irreversible, uh, and this does have negative effects, those, those kids can never come back at those doctors and, and sue them. They can never come back and, uh, uh, and, uh, and get any recompense whatsoever for what was done to them because this amendment in the Constitution says that the state cannot penalize, uh, among other words there, any entity that helps them do these things. That's right. That's right. And when I, and when I read that language, too, Bob, um, let me just take a look at it again. The state shall not directly or indirectly burden, penalize, prohibit, interfere with, or discriminate against either an individual's voluntary exercise um, or a person or entity that assists. So what that's saying is the state cannot set up a law. Let's say, for example, and and by the way, Bob, this is already going on. This is the other point that I want to make. If I hadn't reported on this directly, I might go, I don't know if I believe that. But I've seen the email messages where attorneys advised school districts that they are within their rights to not, quote, out a child. So if, in the opinion of somebody in that school that Johnny wants to be Joan and mom and dad are, and I'll use the, you know, the the buzz phrase of the week. If mom and dad are Christian nationalists and they're not going to be okay with it, that might do more harm to Johnny to tell his parents that he wants to be Joan. So we're going to, we're going to shelter him from that. Um, If the state says, and they're trying to say that now through a piece of legislation that's in the state house, no, no, you got to warn parents if there's any change to the treatment, uh, psychological, mental, otherwise, mm-hmm. if there's any type of gender discussion. Well, guess what? That law is ineffectual according to Section B that you just read, because Section B is in the Constitution, which and is the supreme law of the land. That, and that yep. supersedes any law in the Ohio Revised Code. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. And, 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 and one last note on that, on Section B. Uh, it says, uh, you know, the state should not be prohibited burden, blah, 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 unless the state demonstrates that it is using the least, no, I'm sorry, yeah, the, using the least restrictive means to advance the individual's health in accordance with widely accepted and evidence-based standards of care. Health is completely undefined. That means mental health. They can say it's for the mental health of the child, even yep. if it is to the physical detriment of the child. And yes, we have seen plenty, in the, you know, then we get into, quote, widely accepted and evidence-based standards. 
standards, widely accepted. How is that defined? And evidence-based. What if evidence shows, which it does, that so many, such an, in, in fact, an extremely high proportion of individuals who go undergo transition surgery at the end of all of this thing become medical patients for life? And I don't mean in the sense that we all get physicals once a year. They are constantly in a state of needing medical care. How can that be considered advancing an individual's health? All of these terms are completely undefined, which makes all of them, uh, you know, not, you know, unable to be held liable for what they've done. Yeah, and I know we want to move on, but I want to sit in this for just a minute because I have two really important points. If we hadn't just gone through what we just went through, you could read uh, widely accepted and evidence-based standards of care and go, okay, all right, maybe, maybe they're going to have a, a panel or you know, maybe they're going to refer to best practices. We just came through a time where industrial hygienists said masks don't work, they can actually harm you. And if you said that, you were a conspiracist. (laughs) I mean, I've seen how people who have evidence-based arguments that go against the government narrative are shut down. So that should scare the hell out of everybody, number one. And then number two, here's the other part that many people point to. However, abortion may be prohibited after fetal viability. They go, hey, see? After fetal viability, well, back up. Abortion doesn't say shall. It says may be prohibited. And then it says, but in no case may such an abortion be prohibited if the professional judgment of the pregnant patient's treating physician, it is necessary to protect the pregnant patient's life or health. Health. There's that word again. Mental health. Mental, emotional, uh, financial, social psychological life. any of those yeah any of those things yeah. can be called part, part of her health and they're therefore uh, that must be um that must be advanced over the interests of the unborn baby yep yeah. so very broad very sweeping and i go back to if the united states constitution doesn't say a lick about abortion and 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 gender issues yet we had roe v wade and now we have what is it title nine they're trying to scrunch in gender identity, all these other things. Come on. We're not being honest with ourselves if we don't think that that this amendment will be used to make it okay to abort uh, whatever reason, convenience, uh, at any time, and that parents won't be squeezed out of making health care decisions for their minor children. Right. That's exactly what we're looking at here. Jack, we took our whole time with the same story, and that's okay, because you know what? It's... uh, you know, this is this is August 16th. So what are we looking at here? Two, uh, four, what about um, about two months? I guess I'm trying to I'm trying to count it down to November yeah. 7th. So two months, two and a half months, or whatever it is. Um, everyone needs to know the real truth about what this amendment says. This one is so much less ambiguous than what uh, issue one was. People weren't sure if they should vote yes or no. But what the, what does that mean? In this case, it's very very simple. If you support all of those things that we just described, which is abortion on demand up until the moment of birth and transing of kids. Without any parental input, then you vote yes, and if you oppose those things, you vote no. This one is going to be a lot more simple, and I think the result of this election uh, is going to really truly reflect, at least I hope it does, um, the feelings of pro-life Ohio. You have a lot of optimism, Bob. I have a lot of pessimism because 50% plus one is easy to reach when you don't tell the whole truth and you have uh, mainstream media carrying the water. 
for proponents of it. But you know what? 50% 50 plus one is now easy for us to reach as well, those of us who are going to tell the truth about this and support and protect life. Uh, So I think that's that's where my optimism is going to come from. Because you're you're right now, Jack. You're 100% right. We're talking about a coin flip. 50% means the flip of a coin, it's heads or it's tails. Uh, And if that means means, uh, we have as much of a chance of passing this, uh, or excuse me, of defeating us as they do of passing this, then I'm going to work my... Rear end off over the next two and a half months to make sure that uh, that that, that uh, support uh, for protecting life is indeed you know uh, uh, what 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 the people gravitate toward here and I really think pro life Ohio we are a pro life state will rise up uh, at this moment in time without the confusion that existed on issue one and I'm going to remain optimistic until I have a reason not to which would be on November eighth uh, Jack Windsor great. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.